is Jeans and a Nice Top, a crash course in modern dating with Ash and Mel. Hi, Ash. Hi, Mel. I don't know why I'm so excited. I feel like, well, I mean, we've been recording because we have some very special eps coming up. We do, we do. But we haven't recorded just us since last season. No, I feel like it's some private time. So much has happened. So much is going on. It's, I feel like it's been years. It's been literally like a month. <laughs> yes. But, and we miss you guys too. We've been seeing you in the group though and on Instagram and still giving us a few little dating tidbits, but we want more. Yeah, we're we loving it. Guys. We do. We miss you guys. Um, and it's great to be here. Um, if you are kind of new to the podcast, we have an Instagram, which is jeansandanicetop.pod on Instagram, obviously, because that's what I just said. Um, on Facebook, you can join our Facebook group, Jeans and a Nice Top Podcast. Just search it and you'll find it. Uh, you can email us, which is, I always forget this, Ash, tell them. Uh, it's jeansandanicetop.podcast at gmail.com. I mean, you're probably not going to email us, but if you did want to, I, that's You it. know what? The art of the email is dying and I think we need to bring it back. You know, I love a good email. Do you know what I love yeah. the most is like, a letter in the mail that don't has mail anyone, us anything. Has, <laughs> <laughs> Mel, what's been happening with you? Um, well, lots going on. Just a bit going on. Things. What, what have uh, I got? The hotly contested topic, 25-year-old, what's <laughs> happening? There's been a few people asking. Well, um, mm, I would say there's just things that are happening. There are okay, okay. Are coals in the fire. I don't know what I'm saying at this point. I think I, she means irons in the fire, what? friends. She means there's a few irons in the fire. What I'm saying is uh, my lips are sealed. Ooh. Um, but I okay, will Mandy say. Okay, I will say, as you guys all know, there's this period where I'm happy to talk about things and then there's this weird wishy-washy period where then I get scared about talking about things and then eventually, I'm sure I'll eventually get, well, usually I sit in the wishy-washy period and then somebody dumps me and then- Oh, and then you talk about it. And then I start talking (laughs) about them vaguely and it's not even that vague. So many people are like, I know exactly who you're talking about. Like, you're so stupid. Like- disguising these people anyway um but yes I feel like I was going through a bit of a heartbreak and now I'm out the other side so there's that that was a good good little development over the last couple of months um love it I did want to mention this Mm. cool thing that has now happened to me twice and I'm all about it okay it's it's the dm slide but it's the dm slide to ask someone out so Mm. this is what's been happening these two times only but you know what's been happening all the time no just two times is someone will follow me on instagram and they're sort of like that kind of person where we've got mutual friends but i maybe haven't met them but i've maybe heard of them or like you know there's a bit of an association there in some way but it's just not yes not that we've actually met and they sort of you know might strike up a combo off an Instagram story and it's all pretty top line. Like it could be just matey and like, you know, Instagram friends vibes. And then they will usually ask me out. And I think actually it's happened to me three times and two out of the three times I've said yes. And once I've said no. Um, And every time it's been so respectful and so polite. And 
I just think like the DM slide got a really bad rap there for a while. Like it was all about like d- bros with girlfriends that were like sliding in like sleazy to girls DMs or like, you know, real sexual overtones, which is fine if that's what you want. But like in terms of actual dating, it's like didn't feel like that was the vibe for it. And mm. I was really into it. So I just feel like, and you know, I have done the DM slide to ask someone out and it worked out for a period of time. <laughs> so I just. Oh, yeah, you. It. That guy. I just. I that guy. <laughs> Life moves fast in Mel World. But um, yeah, I just really back sure it. Does. So if anyone's been thinking about doing it, I just think you should do it. Great. Not to me. I mean, like in general. Oh, Please not to you. To, not to me. Okay. Not to Mel. Not to Mel. Not to Mel, Um, folks. Ash, Ash, what's going on with you? And I know exactly what you're about to tell me because I just don't think I've heard the end of it. Go. Well, look, talking about things that move slow, (laughs) I move slow, Mel. Very slow. Uh, I've just finished season four of the wonderful Nine Network show, Love Child. It's great. (laughs) It's like, when was this show made? I swear that's from like 2012. (laughs) It is. It's great. I mean... If only for Ryan Kaur. Oh, he is the breakout star. He, he is number one, just top of the list, don't you I think? I mean, I don't like this in my men, but I feel like Ryan Kaur, if you're at a restaurant and someone, like, looked at his girlfriend, he would just punch the dude <laughs> in the face and then be like, get your stuff, we're going. And I'd be like, whoa. <laughs> no. I mean. But he makes it aggressive. hot. <laughs> he makes it hot and, like, less aggressive. But, I mean, Ryan Kaur's great. Uh, the soundtrack's great. Uh, I love the, all the babies and the midwives, but I just love the female spirit. Everyone's so resilient, <laughs> you know. Unwed mothers from Newcastle really just fighting back their chance to get their adopted child. It's great. I'm so, loving it too. Uh, you, Ash got me onto this, so she, she yeah. just brought it up about three different times now. And then the other night my sister and I were like, what are we going to watch? Like we've finished like our shows and we didn't have anything love to watch. Child. And we're in, we're in. We just finished season yeah. one and I have to I agree. Firstly, Ryan Cor can get it, can get it. <laughs> get it. Big time. Such a babe. <laughs> Holy shit. And I've always thought he was a babe, but it's just like when you see him episode by episode constantly, you're like, Vella. damn, you're a real babe. Like he's usually in a oh, movie yeah. or something. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're hot, but I forget about you after the movie. But yeah, he's perfect. Um, mm. And just, you know, Jessica Murray got a, she's just great. She's got a Rebecca Gibney energy to her, you know? She also just has such great work. Like I hope that her esthetician comes forward and says, I did those injectables <laughs> because she would make a pretty penny out of me and half of Sydney because she looks great. She looks great. great. I also love, I love a good, like I know it's in the 69, but I love a good 70s energy and 69 is basically the 70s. Oh, yeah. And they do such a good job of making King's Cross look like it's actually from the 70s, which is impressive. Yes. And so, living here, I think that's why I love it as well because yeah. I live here. So I like walk past the fountain on the way to yes, Pilates in the morning. Too. I love that. I'm like, there's a fountain. <laughs> you it. would too. Yeah, that would make mm. it so much better for you too. But yes, it's a great show. Everybody who has it didn't watch it in 2012. Sit <laughs> back in time, friends. Get on board. <laughs> You've heard it here first. Deeply stale, re- <laughs> deeply stale recommendations from Ashen Mel. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a spin-off oh. podcast where we just review really old shows from the nine network <laughs> yeah. 
Only the non-network. <laughs> Only the non-network. Next up, All Saints. Oh, I yeah. would, though. 100% hey. would. This is the thing, though, that annoys me because, like, nine now and seven. I don't think – I think All Saints is seven anyway, but, like, Is you it know, seven gem? What's it called? Seven. seven just seven, mate. isn't it? No. I'm trying to th- – streaming My thing. mind goes regional. Sorry. While I was thinking about the TV. <laughs> but, you okay. know, like – those streaming platforms have all the ads, but then Love Child's on stand so you can watch it without the ads. And it's Big like, time. when will someone get All Saints so I can watch it without the ads? Or Blue Healers. I'll also take Blue Healers. Yes, I will it's... take Pack to the – actually, no, my parents did Pack to the Rafters over Christmas, so I had to watch it with them because we were all away together. And is truly – that show is too wholesome. Like, you know how all Aussie TV is a bit wholesome? Mm. Packed the rafters Although, is next level, guys. Remember when they had that weird ice smoking scandal where the the brother or someone I think it's Ryan. Is it Ryan Core's character? Because also again, Ryan Core making an appearance over here in Packed to the Rafters. What can't the man do? What can't the man do? Right. <laughs> the things I would do to just live in a King's Cross squatter share house with him. <laughs> Also, he plays the priest in um, that movie High Ground that's amazing. Oh <laughs> I just God. feel like I've had we, a lot of Ryan Core in the period we of three need months. To, I really want to see that because when Mel and I were up in the territory, they were filming They that, were, that. and yeah. we sat near Simon Baker and sadly True. not Ryan Core. So I just no. don't understand how. Um, can you theme... imagine if we knew if Ryan Core was there, what we would Mate. be wearing to like the campsite <laughs> dinner? <laughs> and like the amount of stalking around the like grounds we would have been doing because it was this place where you stayed in like little huts. And so An they would have been staying. Shower. Yeah, and they would have been staying in huts. And then we would have been like us peeking over all these showers. Actually, I'm pretty sure I had Tinder then too. I remember. Yeah, we did. I went on we a date with someone that was like a carpenter on the show, remember? Oh, my God, you did too. Yeah. I remember that. What did I do? I probably just read my book in the tent. Damn <laughs> you were it. Reading about, no date. You were reading your book about pioneer women in the tent, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I like this? <laughs> oh, good times. Um, but, yes, the, that, that so ends the Ryan Core hour apparently. Yes. <laughs> Plenty yes, of recommendations if you want to binge just Ryan Core content for the next weekend. <laughs> we got it. Jeans and a nice We talk. got you. <laughs> um, what are we talking about today, Ash? Today's episode, we are talking about something that, well, it's, I think that we might have differing opinions and I think there's levels to it, mm-hmm. but we're talking about when you are in a relationship, but you have a little crush. So yes. that could be the guy you sit next to at work. That could be the girl who winks at you when she makes your almond latte in the mornings. Or that could be someone who's sort of just been on the periphery your whole life and they're sort of just in the background that you've got a little crush on. It could be many a thing. It but can. Mel, thoughts, when I say, is it okay to have a crush on someone when you're in a relationship, what springs into your mind? Well, this is the thing. I feel like I have gone through this before and when I was younger and also I have to like, preface this by saying that I have anxiety and so often when I have a thought that alarms me unlike most people who would go "Mm, there's a thought okay whatever I like freak out and especially when I was younger and I hadn't didn't have as much of a handle on like my thinking and Mm. my like I guess um ruminating on these things I would 
spiral so hard over this. And I remember being with my boyfriend at the time and then I got, yeah, like a huge, crazy, weird crush on, I think, somebody that I worked with at the time. Like I think I was in retail and I just remember feeling so guilty and feeling like I was cheating because I was having feelings and like then this awful like I was like what does this mean for my relationship what does this mean about how I feel about my partner and all sorts of things and I totally spiraled and then I feel like as it's happened to me as I've gotten older I'm recognize more that it's just feelings like and the actual issue is if I act on it or not and uh but to have feelings does not mean shit like particularly because I often feel like these crushes are usually sort of from a distance, they're like kind of you don't really know the person that well or anything. And if there's one thing like I've learned is that like, you know, you can think that you like someone, but you could be wrong. <laughs> so I think You could be wrong. You could be wrong. So it's like often we are having these crushes and they're just more like a sort of weird hormonal thing, I think. Mm. That's my thinking about it anyway. What about you? Yeah, I think it's funny because it's all relative to your situation, of course, because then crushes can turn into that emotional cheating, which is not okay, which is when – so what we're talking about today, though, isn't like texting someone back and forth from work late at night and then when your partner's like, why are you smiling? Who are you texting? And you're like, "Uh, Jess from school. Mm. (laughs) Like, you you know, you you tell a fib, like – I feel like a crush though is just, it's perfectly okay to feel like a little like rush of electricity if someone says, gives you a compliment and then, you know, you enjoy that and then you have like a little soft spot for that person. Mm. That's fine. But it's when it slips over into, uh, I guess, indulging the crush. Yes. when it gets a little bit, how you going? Well, and that's the thing. Like I think I really do believe that people can usually tell when they're crossing the line. Like there's a difference between feeling guilt that is based in, rooted in anxiety, that always rooted in like kind of blaming, like like hitting yourself over the head for mm. having feelings. And then there is behaviour that you're trying to explain away, you know, like and I think it's like – in the actions like oftentimes these crushes are on people that you know it could be like a friend of your boyfriend's or your a friend of your girlfriend's it could be like a um a, a friend of a friend at a party or something you know and it's so oftentimes it is somebody where you are interacting with them but it's like okay there's a difference between having a chat with them at a party or whatever or like them like replying to your Instagram story and then you reply some innocuous reply and full on engaging or flirting with some someone and like being secretive as well. I think secretive behavior is mm-hmm. usually if you're keeping something a secret, it's because you know that it's kind of not right. Like, and again, like you said, it's really contextual as well because oh. sometimes you just keep things a secret because you don't want to create drama over nothing or whatever. Like, but like I've definitely had things where like, an ex has texted me or whatever and it's not like I've gone and told my boyfriend oh like not my boyfriend but like a boyfriend oh like you know blah blah texted me because like why like why yeah why do they need that information yeah but then yeah and so I think it's just a really complicated minefield but I but I do feel like most of the time people 
beat themselves up over feelings and feelings is not cheating. Like you can't really control your feelings and having a feeling means absolutely nothing. You can have feelings and feelings are so weird because they seem so real and valid, but often they pass, you know, like how many times Mm. have you had some sort of like weird hormonal crush and then two weeks later you're like, whoa, I really don't know where that had come from, but it's passed now, you know? And also I think people, if you're flying too close to the sun, you know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Like, and you know, you know if you're playing up, and you know if you're, um, you know, going into uncharted waters. And I always just think, number one rule of relationships: Would I like this happening to me? Yes. Like, would I like my boyfriend having a crush and having little text games with with an old mate from you know his youth? Probably not. So yeah. like, I just wouldn't do it. But. Um, yeah, definitely. Like, every, like we just talked about Ryan Core for 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> my boyfriend listens to this podcast. He's probably going to be like, Ash, cool your jets, mate. But you know what I mean? It's, well, and that's you can the context. Ha- you can thing, have right? crushes like that. Yeah. And it's, 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 you're never going to act on it. And it's the same as the barista. If they wink at you, great. Sure. Yeah. Let that like float your boat for the day. How is that feeling when someone says, you look great or, hey, insert nice compliment here. It gives you a little sparkle. And I also think, like, it is, like, if you do want something to happen with it or if you are having that conflicting feeling where you're like, no, I really like this person and Mm. they are being – then it's like because okay i think there's so many layers of crushes right there's celebrity crushes which are bullshit they're just like literally us we basically have crushes on these characters in shows right yeah and then you don't know these people you've never met them therefore you can't possibly have a real crush because you actually don't know the person right then there's the next two down so that's like that's nothing i just don't even think if anybody think that's thinks that's a strange thing to do that's a issue in and of itself like i think that's almost I don't know. I don't want to judge people, but I'm almost like if someone, if I was with someone and they were like, oh, you can't talk that way about a celebrity, I'd be like, you're being really controlling. That would be my opinion because it's just yeah. weird. Like maybe you don't talk about it all the time. Obviously that's then bought, <laughs> like gets a bit No, crazy, but- because, yeah, it's also when your your boyfriend, you know, is following like a bunch of Victoria's Secrets models on Instagram, you're like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, like it's like you wouldn't no. really care, but then it's like if they were constantly like sharing their photos or something, you'd be like, hang to on. To their story. You'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> like just love this one of you. <laughs> yeah, like loving this picture for Emily Radajowski. <laughs> love it. Congrats on the baby, which is like, mine. I mean, what? you know, if your partner was like photoshopping himself into photos with Emily Radajowski, might get a bit <laughs> Mm, that's a crush gone wild it's getting a bit uncomfortable but you know like i think that's just whatever then there's the second tier which is when you have a crush on somebody but nothing's even happening like you've you're not no kind of flirtation has happened you just have the feelings and Mm -hmm. i think this is where people often find themselves is like i've got feelings for someone they're really strong in this weird hormonal kind of heightened way and then that makes me feel guilty about being in this relationship because why would I have a feeling if I'm in a relationship? Guys, relationships are so, like, if there's one thing I've learned, even though I've been single more than I've been in relationships, 
my difficulty has always been hitting the plateau of a relationship where you're coasting, you're cruising, which is where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be cruising and everything's just nice. And you Mm -hmm. have a supportive partner and you're just having a good time together and it's not ups and downs and highs and lows. It's just like a constant level of good, right? And because you're on a constant level of good, of course, other highs and lows are going to happen to you emotionally around that. Like it's not, you're not a bad person or like, not in love with your partner just because you have a heightened emotion for somebody else, particularly when if you can look at it and go, I don't even know why I have these feelings or like I don't even really know this person and like you don't really want the feelings. I don't know. I just think that like you need to kind of give yourself a bit of a break there because I do think the nature of a relationship is you partner with someone for a long time term thing and you know if you think about your friendships you have highs Mm. and lows and ups and downs and you kind of like have times where you like your friend more than you don't like them and you know Mm -hmm. all sorts of things so like why do we then expect relationships are supposed to be like I'm just permanently deeply in love with my partner and I never look at anybody else like that's not reality right I don't know if I know, even know what I'm talking about, but that's my no, but thinking. It's, it, yeah, it's not real. And also just on that point of like when things feel like they're going too good, it's just like we've had this suspicion sort of beaten into us of years of dating of like things are too good. What is wrong? Like why yeah. isn't it? So- and sometimes things can just be good. And yes. it doesn't, yeah, it, it, it ebbs and flows and it can just be good. Yeah, and I think like, when it is just good, we then think that that's boring or something because we're, especially if you've been single for a long time, like mm. this is my problem. You're, you're used I'm, to the yes, drama. The drama, like you're used to these yeah. real big highs, but mainly you're used to these lows and you're wow, used wow. to things just like being so fleeting. And it's almost mm. like you try and suck everything you can out of the thing early so that you can like savor it because you just expect it to crash and then if it just keeps going you're like wait this is just too the same and I don't understand but that's when I think you gotta like you know I guess adjust to that new life stage and that's when I think sometimes these feelings come up for other people that I don't think necessarily mean that you actually really like that person. It can just be like kind of a projection thing or just like a physical attraction. Like, God, you can be physically attracted to people all the time and you can be attracted to a part of someone's personality and that doesn't mean they're right for you or that you need to dump your partner immediately to go pursue that, right? But then there's the next tier, which I think is the one – and you just really need to assess whether you feel – which tier you're kind of sitting in is – you, this person is clearly into you and you also feel those feelings for them. And that's when I think you need to assess, okay, they're into me. I'm into them. I do know them to some degree. I want to explore that. Do I want to explore that at the, you know, and then, you know, sacrifice the relationship I'm in? Maybe you do. Or Mm. do you want to stick with the relationship you're in and go, you know what, this is a really good thing that I've got going here and I don't want to lose that. And I think that's a really hard decision, but it's also you're still not the bad person if you break up with your partner because you met someone else. Like, No, it happens all the time. But it's also don't, I think, back to our other point, don't look at the sparkly new toy Mm -hmm. if the other one just feels a bit dull 
not it's not meant to feel sparkly 24 no. 7 yes that's so important not reality that's like some real talk there because i think this is my problem as well is that I love the sparkly new toy. I always want the sparkly new toy and I'm Mm. so grass is greener and I've had to fight against it like my whole life with everything. And I do this with everything. It's really hard for me to just focus on what I have and not be constantly looking at what everyone else has or like what I could have or that other thing or this other thing. And, Mm. you know, I (laughs) weirdly segueing into maths briefly. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But one thing I really like about the show Maths, aside from, like, the chaos, like, I think that they've kind of gone off the rails this season. But something that I have actually always loved about that show is the premise is we're going to put you with somebody and for however long the period, like, weeks, whatever, you two are going to make this work by working on your relationship as opposed to just running away from at the first sign of problems and I think that we do that too often now like we do run away from things like we we drop things and we feel it I I don't know like when I've been dating people I just feel like they drop me over fucking nothing sometimes and you're just like whoa like we have one argument and you're out the door like there's just no like I'm going to give this a proper shot kind of energy there so I think that's a really important factor to consider before ditching your partner for someone new is like are you like are you sure like are you when are you sure that you're not just looking at the shiny new toy thing yes. that's going to be shinier and better better than this like maybe your feelings for the other the long-term partner have genuinely gone maybe the feelings for this new partner are things you just can't ignore that's fine but you just don't want to regret like ditching one thing for something shiny and new just because you want the shiny new thing all the time you know no, and obviously uh, it goes without saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too. No. Don't, don't eat try. two cakes. <laughs> don't you'll be bloated. Try. And you'll also be a complete bitch. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> so don't be, don't be bloated. Don't be two cake girl. <laughs> don't be two cake girl. Don't be that kid on Matilda. Like, yeah, pick a cake, pick a lane. Totally. Eat the cake, stay in the lane, but you can't have both, I'm afraid, when it comes to crushes and relationships. Absolutely. But also here's a weird thing. I remember talking to a friend of mine and she swore black and blue when she was ovulating is when she would always have some sort of deep rooted physical attraction to someone else that would like really consume her that wasn't her partner she would just be like i just want to have sex with that person so bad like i just want it so bad and like she wouldn't act on it but she was like the feeling was so strong so like don't rule out the fact that your hormones can play into this like sometimes those like chaotic feelings can be hormonal i think every time i've had it it's anxiety related Mm -hmm. um because often I find my crushes that I get when I'm in a relationship are on people that I just really don't know very well, but I have some sort of top line relationship with. Like like you said, someone that you work with, maybe shift yeah. work, so you see them sometimes. It could be like a friend of a friend and it's at one party and you have one conversation and you leave it and you think, wow, we had so much chemistry. Oh, no, what does that mean about my relationship? So it's always really like these really like – um, yeah, like surface level interactions that I then decide mean something. Uh, so I've never experienced the one where you genuinely want, you genuinely feel a connection with someone and it's reciprocated and it's genuinely there. Mm. I've only had those ones where it's like a what if, like it's like, oh, I could 
hit on that person or ask them out or DM slide them or that person has asked me out and I don't know them and they're cute, but no, I'm going to stick with this thing that I like that is going good over here. Um, and those decisions are still difficult, I think, of to course. make. But probably less difficult than when there's a really strong connection there. And sometimes I think we are more prone to crushes when we're not getting much attention. Like if you've been mm. in a longer-term relationship and you're not feeling like you're getting um, – you know, you're not getting your needs met across the board and, you know, one of the first needs might be just attention. Like you just want to feel, you want to feel a million bucks. Yeah. And sometimes if someone shows you that attention, that can develop into a crush. But that's also a good flag for you to say, hey, well, how come I'm like susceptible to this flattery at the moment? What's going on at home? Totally. I wrote this story. Well, I didn't write the story actually, but a, uh, <laughs> I wrote this story. I didn't write this story. A uh, freelance writer, she wrote a story for Marie Claire um, for me, mm. <laughs> which was about she did heaps and heaps of research on why men cheat. And she spoke to heaps of people from Ashley Madison. I can't, I can't remember her name, but I'll put the link in, a, in the bio because obviously I want to credit her. Um, so she spoke to heaps of guys that were using Ashley Madison. They were between the ages of like mid-20s through to like mid-40s, I think. And what she found was that they didn't want to leave their partner. They wanted like validation or like yes, um, like attention. And that's yeah. not, again, it's, it's such a minefield because then at the same time, you don't know the context of any of these relationships and whether they were asking for too much, what the woman in the relationship was going through. Like had she just like had a kid and like literally was going through her own shit and like didn't have time to give, you know, poor you know, dad, the attention, you know? Mm. So I think there's definitely, I'm not, I'm not siding with these guys, but it's just interesting to see that like often, yeah, I think that like you said, that's such a familiar situation of going, oh, someone was nice to me and, and is cute and smiled at me and gave me that attention and I got it from somewhere else. And now I've got a crush because I really just am craving like something like that, I guess. Totally. You know? And that and that is, goes back to it is quite situational. Yeah, totally. I think it's completely situational and like but I do think, yeah, we just need to take a bit of pressure off ourselves about feelings. Feelings are not actions. Having a feeling doesn't mean you need to follow that feeling or entertain no. the feeling or be scared of the feeling. Like they're just fucking feelings and they'll come and go and if they don't come and go, that's okay too. And then you assess it and you address it. But like, you don't need to spiral and feel guilty. And I also don't think you need to feel guilty when you interact with somebody and then it tips over into a weird space. And I'll clarify this really yes. quick. Sometimes I found myself like messaging somebody and I think that I'm being quite friendly and not flirty. And then they take it a different way. And then I feel guilty, like, if I'm not supposed to be flirting with somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's almost yes. like there's not a lot of – and this usually happens on, like, your Instagrams or your Facebooks or whatever. Mm. I just know so many people who have to told me stories where it's like they're, you know, someone slides into their DM. Well, no one slides into their DMs, but, like, someone – say, it, like, someone they used to date follows them and replies to a story, right? Yeah, simple fair. Simple fair. And then they reply and it all is, like, they think they're just being friendly and then the other yeah. person – 
says something like suggestive or like is like, oh, like we should catch up or whatever. And then they feel guilty, like they led them down a path or that they've cheated because they had that interaction. That's not the same thing as emotional cheating. That like, if you genuinely felt like, and even if you didn't fuck, like it's, it's a mistake, whatever. Like, I just think that you, you know, we, we put this pressure on ourselves, like, like, oh God, like I've, betrayed my partner in some way because I felt a feeling or I had this one convo that then went a bit weird and I didn't really mean for it to but what if I did and all this stuff and maybe this is just me and I'm just projecting (laughs) I just I just feel like fuck we just need to like lighten up on ourselves and and cut ourselves some slack you know and likewise if you are you know a big fun juicy personality sometimes people find that flirty Mm. like in the past I've found that where people are like you're really flirty I'm like I've just had five wines and I'm loud (laughs) yeah it's so funny isn't it yeah and then you you might look like you have a crush on someone but you're like no no I don't have a crush on you I just like I'm just friendly so being nice I'm just being nice the classic Oh, my girlfriend, you know, when you're oh, yeah, oh, yeah. my girl my girlfriend's just bringing you a drink right I'm like, keep your pants on, mate. I was just saying how <laughs> bloody great this song is. Like, I wasn't asking you out on a date. <laughs> I but literally thanks. just said, How good is it that it's not raining anymore? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to meet Melanie when she comes back. <laughs> Thrilled. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, so I mean look, if you guys have any thoughts, feelings, Yes. Opinions, maybe you disagree, maybe you, you... Might even tell us your little crush story. Oh yeah, fuck, why not? Mm, it's I mean, I us. I'm not going to say that the Jeans in a Nice Top podcast group is definitely a safe space because we cannot vouch for everybody in there cuz we don't know you all. But look, it's a close group. So you everyone seems better chill. than posting it as a Facebook status, so Oh, yeah. 2008 wants their um, mistake back. And when you used to accidentally post like yes. a status which you were just typing to someone and it would yep. be a status. Yep. Why did oh, we do that? Mistake. But, yep. Um, yeah. So thanks so much for listening. Next week we have the excellent. Oh, we're not saying who it is. No, we are. We, no, we've got. <laughs> who have we got, Mel? We've Tell got Bridget Hustwaite. She is coming on. She just wrote a book called How to Endo and we were like, we read it and we, there's a whole part of it that is all about sex and having endo, which can be quite painful when you have sex. And so we talked Mm. to her just in general about dating and casual dating when sex isn't always fun for you. So it can be kind of hard when that's a big expectation that comes up a lot in modern dating. So yeah, and she's great. Um, so every second episode at the moment, we're having a special guest who is coming to speak to something with us and yeah, it's really fun. And then the others, you've got us. Just us. Yours truly. <laughs> Talking about Ryan Core. <laughs> Thanks so much guys. Thanks guys. Bye.